Good evening, sports world. How's it going? Chris Dell here, your co-host from the Family Feud Sports Podcast on Go Baller FFS, here with our weekly NFL Quick Rant segments and part one of our NFL Quick Rant segments, looking back on week six and just another slew of injuries. Last week, we talked about Odell Beckham Jr. and J.J. Watt being lost for the season. Now we're talking, talking about uh, potentially the Michael Jordan of the NFL, Aaron Rodgers, what people call him, uh, losing for the season, breaking his collarbone or clavicle what have you and uh set for surgery to miss the year and uh just another your boy Jameis winston and the bucks going out Derek carr obviously battling injuries and just uh, not to mention the slew of other packers who wound up in the injury report um my boy tyree kill took a big shot he's not on the concussion report luckily but uh mr allen dell the godfather sitting here former bucks beat writer uh you know what, what to make of all the injuries and all the mess uh, with, with the nfl this this past week well, I'm really upset about Anthony Barr, the guy that put the hit on Aaron Rodgers. I thought it was a dirty hit, and before everybody starts screaming, let me explain why. Aaron Rodgers had already released the ball. Anthony Barr was more or two to two and a half steps away from Rodgers. He did not have to hit him. If he was holding the ball, if he had just released it, I could see it. But he hit him, and then he brought him down hard on his shoulder. I think it was he intentionally wanted to inflict pain on him. I'm not saying he wanted to break his collarbone, but it was a dirty hit, unnecessary, especially in the NFL today where you're trying to protect your quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, is a marquee player. He makes money for the league. And, and they need to do something about it. If you're in the pocket, you, you can barely touch a quarterback. After he passes the ball, and they need to change that rule. If he's outside the pocket and he's already released the ball, you can't hit him the way Barr did it. It was dirty. It was wrong. Uh, NFL can't do anything about it now. Well, well, Green Bay Packers coach Mike McCarthy said he didn't like the hit, quote-unquote, from Barr on Rodgers and took a different stance than Zimmer did. Obviously, Zimmer kind of shrugging it off. He said, Mike McCarthy, quote-unquote, he's out of the pocket. He's clearly expecting to get hit. But to pin him to the ground like that, I think, was an illegal act. I didn't like the hit. It was totally unnecessary, in my opinion. Uh, Barr did miss the second half of Sunday's 23-10 Vikings win with a concussion. Uh, He was in the locker room on Monday but couldn't speak to the media because he's in the league's concussion protocol. Uh, But just a lot of shakeup now because... Now the Packers without their franchise quarterback, who's going to win that division? You got the Trubisky era starting a huge win over Baltimore with Chicago Bears on the road there. Um, you know, I, I picked them in my quick picks the last week to cover, but not to win the game. But you know, uh, hats off to the Bears there. That's wide open with the Lions and the Vikings now, and even the Packers. You know, you know with, with your boy at quarterback Huntley. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to say this: Don't give up, don't, um, Brent Huntley. He, he had a very good career at UCLA. He's got nice size. He's got a nice, nice arm. You know, obviously he's not anywhere. He's a rookie. Well, he's not a rookie. He was drafted in 2015. But he might be able to do something, and you might not need to win that many games to win that division. A lot, it's like it's everybody's going to be beating up on each other, eating their young. So uh, well, a lot of ups, a lot of more upsets to come. We talked that there's a lot of upsets in the NFL this week, a lot of upsets in college football, and you know hats up, hats off also to the Giants, the Steelers, and the Dolphins. I mean, the Giants what a win, uh, you know, last night against the Denver Broncos, but. You know, what, what, what do you make of that? You, you think that the Giants, obviously, the, they're still the best one-win team in the NFL, but, you know, big win over them against Denver on the road. Well, this uh, they 
there, Odell Beckham distraction wasn't there, and a lot of people think that had something to do with it. They, it they, makes their offense better, I think. And they, Mike Clay from ESPN, who's mostly on the fantasy side, had a really good article breaking that down, uh, that the sometimes offenses are better when they're not keying in on one guy like that. And not to mention just him, but Sterling Shepard and Brandon Marshall also. So you got a, a couple of quote-unquote divas on that team that, you know, hey, at the end of the day, maybe maybe let's just get back to business. Let's run the ball and let's not care how, how big our egos get on the field. Yeah. And, and it obviously worked for them. And, and against the Denver team, maybe they overlooked him, but Trevor Simeon didn't look too good at quarterback there. Yeah. Another guy who got injured but then came back in the game later. Well, it was the defense that won him for the Giants uh, without Dominique Rodgers. Camardi's supposed to be back this week, uh, and I think they'll have something to it. But it, it was definitely a, a top defensive effort. I think they got the players just got tired. Being railed on by the New York media, being called a, uh, a joke of a football team. Well, I, uh, I don't think they did it for Ben McAdoo. Well, well how, how about let's let's put the new coach's hot seat. Forget about Ben McAdoo. He's off it for now. New coach's hot seat, Dan Quinn from the Atlanta Falcons. The Dolphins, I don't think they're that good of a football team. They're sitting there now still in the, still in the hunt for their division title. We'll be back with part two of our NFL Quick Rants edition for week six. Stay tuned, folks. Welcome back, Sports World, to part two of our NFL Quick Rants Week 6 edition. Sitting here with the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, and jumping right into the Buccaneers. Losing your boy, Jameis Swinson, we talked about in the injuries, but how about losing to the Arizona Cardinals and really getting romped, even though the score makes it look a little closer than it really was. Uh, you know, what do you, what do you make of the mess of the Bucks right now? Well, if you remember, I told you at the beginning of the season, calm down, cool it, let's forget about all this playoff talk. I've seen this. I'm stepping back from those statements right now, man. <laughs> I've seen this movie a hundred times before. The defense was horrible. They fell behind 31 nothing. Don't let that final score mean it mean anything it doesn't mean anything don't let it fool you no and uh, and they played better uh, honestly without Jameis Winston I'm I'm starting to believe Winston uh is going to be a a mediocre NFL quarterback somewhere below the Phillip Rivers mode wherever you put him he's got he just he really has trouble with the deep ball he has trouble with his consistency but this was all about defense Adrian Peterson bless his heart he just ran Right through the Bucks, that was the best medicine he could find. Your boy's for, back for his uh, Allen career. AP the, all day, man. The Bucks are struggling. Uh, Anthony Hargraves, DB, is just getting beat up all over the place, and that's another indication of Jason Light and some of the bad draft choices he has made. He was a first round, eleventh overall pick, and he he's been just bad. That's Jason Light. That's a guy that drafted a. Uh, Aguayo went up to the second round, and then they had cut him. I think maybe we ought to look at Jason Light. And then there's talk that if the Bucks don't turn around, Derek Cotter could be gone. And who's in the – Oh, Cutter? Coach Cutter? Yeah. Excuse me, Cutter. And, and there's a rumor, a pewter report saying, well, watch out, John Gruden might come back in and take his spot. Now, you really think Chucky would want to go back to well, Ray apparently uh, he made up with the uh, with the Bucks ownership. And I I was at a Dick Vitale – uh, his cancer annual dinner that he yeah, does. Yeah, his annual gala, Dick Vitale. Yeah, okay. and I, I was talking to John Gruden's wife, and she said everything was really cool with the Bucks ownership. He, She and her husband had made up with them, and things were fine. So What was this? Uh, that was a, a year ago. Okay, about, okay. About, about so a year and a half ago, I talked with her for a while. She said John might come back. And Mr. Allen Dell with the scoop, Mr. Yeah, Godfather. She, she just said things were really good be, between... Her husband and the Bucks ownership. Okay, all right. So I mean, I, I think that would be huge. Obviously, huge news around the NFL. But the Bucks, as bad as things seem right now, 
Still a lot of talent, and still only two and three. I mean, you're looking at one loss behind first place in, yeah. in that division. Carolina four and two, New Orleans three and two, Atlanta three and two. Atlanta not looking that good. Carolina coming off that loss Thursday night to Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia is looking like one of the top three teams in the NFL right now. In my power rankings, I got them in my top three. I got KC, Philly, and New England number three, Carolina number four, and Pittsburgh number five. Official Week Seven Go Baller FFS NFL power rankings right there. What do you think of that, Mister Allen? Well, I told you I called the Pittsburgh win over Kansas. Kansas City. Uh, if Kareem Hunt doesn't run for a lot of yards, Alex Smith turns into the the real uh, Alex Smith, uh, and which is that, that's a phrase you continue to hear over and over again. Wait, the real you, Alex Smith. The real wait, Alex wait, Smith. The real Alex Smith is a mediocre Alex Smith. Doesn't want like who is the real Alex Smith? He's a mediocre Alex Smith who doesn't. Like He's the guy who lost his job to Kaepernick. That's right. So. That's right, man. I mean, the, but but KC, I think, still is a. I mean, they're still up there. I mean, you're looking at a six point. Like, yeah, they still lost by less than a touchdown. Okay, so let's not get too crazy about things. Pittsburgh is straight up just had KC's number over the years. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, and, and I think well, maybe that's a coaching thing. You know, it could be scheme, it could be Tomlin against Andy Reid. That could be a bigger factor, you know, in this than, than we think. But how, how about looking at the rest of, in in uh, the rest of the top ten? Seattle number six, Rams number seven. Texans number eight at three and three, Minnesota number nine, and then I got Atlanta and Washington tied at ten right there. New Orleans and Green Bay outside of the top ten. What say you, Mr. Allen? Well, Atlanta is three and two. They really could be one and four. They, they, you know, if you look at the games, I'm still kind of just giving them credit. And I think a lot of people are because the last season and how dominant they were. But we're far from that now. NFC South nine and seven might win the division. So uh, you <laughs> we were just talking about last week how dominant that division was looking. They were ten and five overall in that division. I mean, still not too bad of a record overall. I think twelve and nine in that division. But now. I mean, New England back at top, 4-2 and two in their division. Pittsburgh back at top. Things are kind of seemingly getting back to normal. And the NFL will be right back with a uh, bonus segment of our NFL Quick Rants Week 6. Peace out. Okay, so welcome back here to a bonus edition of our NFL Quick Rants for Week 6 here on Go Baller FFS. I'm your host, Chris Dell. Sitting with me is Mr. Alan Dell, the godfather, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer. And just talking there... About our Go Baller FFS power rankings, we mentioned New England sitting uh, there in the top three. You're you're beefing on New England, who just beat the New York Jets. No, they did not I I, I, I got I got the Jets in my top twenty, still giving them some respect. But but what are you beefing on, man? Yeah, the refs beat the Jets. They took away a touchdown from Austin Safarian Jenkins. Okay, uh, that that was definitely a touchdown. Or they should have given the ball on the one. To the Jets and they would have scored. So it's the same old thing. Uh, but why should they give him the ball at the one? He dropped the ball. Either he dropped the ball, but he never really dropped the ball. He juggled the ball, went into the end zone, and for whatever reason, they they ruled it a fumble in the end zone and it was given over to New England. It's Bill Belichick and his crew again. <laughs> You're saying they had something to do with it now? I would be. It's it's an old thing. It's a Tom Brady rule. Oh, well, the, he, see, Brady. He, he seems to be on the on the positive end of a lot of these type of controversial calls. Let's I just mean, say that. Just to put it in perspective here, Austin Safarian Jenkins, a starting tight end for the New York Jets. Jets hosting the Patriots in a division game at home this Sunday. Uh, his touchdown was overturned with 8:24 remaining in the fourth quarter, and with the Jets trailing 24-14, so that touchdown would have cut it to three points. And because the ball was ruled to be a fumble. Out of bounds, the play resulted in a touchback and the Jets losing possession. Jets won, I mean, Patriots won 24 17. Still didn't cover that spread, though. I saw the play, 
And I think you can gripe and beef about the rule, but he fumbled it. He, so he fumbled the ball. He caught he caught the ball, made a football move, and then he fumbled it. And then you know what? By the time he got it back, he was out of bounds in the end zone. So that by definition, if whether the ball went out of bounds in the end zone or whether he caught it out of bounds in the end zone, that means it's a touchback. I don't know why so many people are going crazy over this, including yourself, man. Well, Come again, on. again, this is a take care of if New you England see, rule the, by the official. It went to New York. It was the longest. It seems like there's a lot of bad rules that need to be revisited. Let's just say that. Because I think that, according to the rules, was the right call. Well, then it's a bad rule. But I, I still think it was take care of the, the Brady boys. I mean, uh, let's face it. If the, if there wasn't a a spy and a deflategate thing, Brady would have gotten away with that. So this is <laughs> another example of take care of the Brady boys, take care of the Bill Belichick boys, and let them keep rolling. Who cares about the lowly Jets? They're nothing. They're terrible. Not well, that cold. Still, still, still only one be, one game behind the New England Patriots in the AFC East. Yeah. New England now four and two. Buffalo three and two. Miami three and two. Coming off the big win at Atlanta, and the Jets three and three. It's and by, still still a lot of promise by to Todd the way, Bowles. The best coaching job right now today is by Todd Bowles from New York Jets. He's yeah. doing Hats off to the Jets. I mean, he's got no talent. He's got. Josh McCown, who's played for 150 teams in the NFL. And How about he, Jeremy Curley coming out of nowhere and being a huge factor in the passing game for them this past week? I mean, you name tra- uh, tra- Travis Cadet or Travaris Cadet there. So you name it right there. The Jets are playing well on both sides of the ball, making big plays. And just, you know, looking at the rest of the NFL landscape, there's a lot of things to look forward to this next week, especially Sunday night with the Atlanta Falcons facing the New England Patriots, man. Yeah. And, you know, the Super Bowl matchup. What's what, what do you think? I mean, two teams right now looks like headed in opposite directions. The Falcons, like I said, they're three and two, but they they're lucky they're not one and four. So that game could go either way. I, I, I two drop passes in week one with the Bears. The Bears should have had that one. You remember that? Yeah, I remember. Screaming that. for Mike Lennon to get those touchdowns there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's 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 a lot of shakeup right now going on. In Tampa Bay at Buffalo, man, they they they're in danger of dropping to two and four. Buffalo coming off the bye, playing at home. Yeah, Tampa Bay. Uh, if it, it, it always, if you really examine the Bucks, it always goes back to their general manager making bad draft choice. Uh, Jason Light's made some good choices. I don't, I don't deny that, but he's made some real bad choices. The kicker, and now Anthony Hargrave certainly isn't a number eleven overall pick. Uh, their, their defense is hurting. There's some men in it. I think they, the the kicker thing is kind of inexcusable, man. No, that's terrible. Laguayo, and then the new the new guy they and then Nick Folk this year choking to death. I mean, they, they could have had Connor Barth this entire time. Connor Barth kicking field goals for the Bears, who are looking good right now. Same old quarterback. Bucks. Same old Bucks. We'll see what happens. Doug Martin's gonna have to carry a load for a while. I don't want I don't want Gruden going back to that mess at GM, man. Get 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 a new GM GM in there, then get Gruden in there. We'll see you, we'll see you later, sports world. Peace out.